Matt Garland here, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Happy Monday. I hope all is well. We are alive. We are blessed. Thank God for another day. So, first things first, before we get started, House Hackonomics, link is in the bio, or go to mgbookstore.com to pick up your copy of House Hackonomics today. Make sure you guys are subscribed to my YouTube channel. MG the Mortgage Guy. And as always, if you want to apply for a loan, get pre-approved, or want a second opinion on your deal, you can go to applywithmg.com or click the link in my bio to work with me and my team. So I put out a post this morning. A lot of y'all are going crazy on this post. Rich rising, grand rising, great morning, everybody. What up? Oh, and shout out to the Path to Prosperity concert. Shout out to Marvin Storm. Ash had a great time in Miami. Amazing, amazing time in Miami. TD Jakes blew my mind. I actually listened to two hours of TD Jakes this morning, and I'm feeling like giving the word today myself. All right. So, shout out to the Path to Prosperity. I am on my road to the Path to Prosperity. So, thank you, because that was an amazing conference this weekend. All right. So, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. I put out a post this morning. And I was talking about, I don't want to pay off any of my mortgages, right? Um, somebody said that green outfit was fire. Yo, shout out to Mike B. <laughs> drip, the drip report, the drip was dripping. I ain't gonna hold you up. That silky situation was one of one. But yeah, TD Jakes was on fire, right? And look, I want to talk to you guys about good debt versus bad debt. Now, my post this morning, I'm speaking about my personal opinion, what I do currently in my life. I have a couple properties that are paid off, zero, because I brought them for cheap, so I paid them off. But all of my properties are leveraged with debt. I like debt. I like mortgage debt. Now, I don't like having frivolous, stupid debt, right? I don't like having a lot of credit cards with big debt on my credit cards. Now, I personally love to just use my Amex cards because of the points and the rewards and everything that I get with it, but I pay off my Amex cards for the most part in full every single month. Now, if there are months where Hey, I say, you know what? Instead of me paying X, Y, and Z, if the minimum payment says twenty thousand, I'll pay the twenty versus paying the full thing of seventy or eighty off, so I can take that other money that I have at that moment. Maybe there's a good opportunity for me to leverage money in the stock market or something like that because something is dipping, and I can get more of a rate of return on my monies. But again. I can play that game because I am a high earner also at the same time. I make money every single month, thank God, right? So I can play around with certain things because of the money that I make week, week, well, daily, weekly, and monthly, and quarterly, right? Um, But let's talk specifically about mortgage debt here. Now, at some point in my life, I might go ahead and pay off a primary residence. In fact, 
I might in the next two years start because I'm 44 years old, right? So 46, 47, I might aggressively start paying down Garland Gardens because that is a property in a home that I think is going to be my home forever, right? And so at some point, I might start paying down on my principal so that way I can pay less interest over time. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for the most part, I'm not going to pay it down. I'll just pay whatever my payment is, have my reserves, and take that difference right now and invest it into other things, whether it's stocks, options, whether it's into myself, right? Because that's an investment as well. Whether it's investing it into my current businesses or investing it into a new business, right? For me, I'd rather take my capital that is free and shout out to my 78 babies. I'd rather take my capital that is free instead of me putting towards the principal now. I'd rather use that money right now to make more money. We are in our income earning years. And one thing that I learned from TD Jakes this weekend, he said, you have to start living life for your old self. Let me repeat that. He said, you have to start living life for your old self, your 70-year-old MG. And when he said that to me, and he said that to the audience, and I felt like, and I say he said that to me, right? Because I felt like his whole um, time on stage, he was just speaking to me. There was no one else in the audience but me, right? So it made me think like, whoa, am I truly living for the old MG, for the 70-year-old MG? And yes, I think for the most part I am, but there is definitely a side of me that damn sure ain't that's living for the moment, right? And that's just keeping it a buck. So for me, when you see that post, that's the risk taker, Matthew. The risk taker, Matthew is going to be like, yo, I'm not paying off shit. I like the good mortgage debt because it gives me tax tax benefits. It gives me, it frees up my capital to go out here and to invest in other things. I am a risk taker. So for me, that will always work for me, Matthew Garland. That might not work for you. If you're not a risk taker, don't do what someone is saying that they would do just because you follow them and you like the word that they're preaching. You have to always do what works best for you at the end of the day. No one can can tell you anything different. So when y'all tag into the comments and say, oh, we would love to see you and the master investor debate about this because he says, pay off your debt. You're saying, don't pay off your debt. And then he commented like, yo, I don't debate my friends. Let me repeat what he said. I don't debate my friends. I'm not going to sit up here and debate Ian. That is my brother. He has his opinion. I have mine. I can tell you, and I agree with him, if you have no bills and no debt, it is a great situation to be in financially because you have no overhead except for taxes, property taxes, and insurance, right? Me personally, I don't want to live like that right now. Me personally, I want mortgage debt. Hell, you can give me a 100-year term. 
I would not care. I would take it because it would give me more cash flow and capital to be out here to go do other things. Now, you can always pay off your debt. You see, this is the problem I think with people is they think if you get into a 30-year mortgage, you get into a 40-year mortgage, that it's like a life sentence. No, it's not a life sentence. You can pay off your debt at any given moment. You see how you pay off your debt faster. See, a lot of y'all think, hey, if I make one extra payment and I, and I save seven, eight years on my term, I'm paying it off faster. No, paying it off faster is if you even dropping, fuck one payment, drop 20, 30 bands at a clip. That's going to pay off your mortgage much faster. So for me, of being in my prime time years of being a high earner, I know that I'm putting myself in a financial position that I'm going to be able to lump sum my mortgage debt. But then I have to replace that debt because as a earner, a high earner, if I don't have mortgage debt, I lose deductions. That means I give more money to Uncle Sam at the end of the year. So you have to understand the game of everything. See, too many times... Our people just want to be, quote unquote, debt free or mortgage free, but don't have nothing to replace that. You have to understand that mortgage debt is a good debt because you can write it off. And if you don't have no write offs and if you make your money, then guess who's going to get your money, people? Your silent partner, Uncle Sam. Please understand how the game works. And if you don't understand this, then you are doing yourself a tremendous disservice because it's all good and one thing to say, yo... I'm debt free, I'm financially free, but you making all this money and you giving it all the way to your uncle because you ain't got shit. You don't own shit, you ain't got shit, you ain't building no businesses, you ain't employing nobody, you ain't creating or helping this economy in any way. The tax code only rewards entrepreneurs and real estate investors, period. W-2 wage earners are not getting no rewards. Yeah, you might get a little silly deduction and you get a fucking tax refund, but you just don't realize you overpaid them. So that's what a refund is, is an overpayment. It's an overpayment. So when you start understanding the game and realizing exactly what the hell is going on here, when you hear someone like me who says, I don't want to pay off this mortgage debt, I'm not talking credit card debt. Even my credit cards, I pay those off, again, for the most part in full because it's Amex, right? And I get benefits by using my Amex. So I try to do my life on Amex, business and personal, because I'm going to get benefits from it back from there. But I also have to be mindful because I'm still spending the money. I'm not over leveraging. So... I just want you guys to really understand what the hell is going on. And this is why education is key. This is why understanding good debt versus bad debt is key. I'm not telling you out here to go buy all the cars in the world. First of all, if I'm buying a car, it's being purchased in my business name because now my business is going to write that off. And if I want to ever, ever get a fleet of cars, I'm going to do what my bro DJ Envy told me. He said, start a rental car company and buy all the cars and all your fleet under your rental car company. And then now, boom, now you have a fleet of cars and it's a rental car 
car company, and now you conduct them off. Hell, he does car shows three, four, five times a year. So if I buy a fleet of cars just because I want to have toys, because I want to be a big kid, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to enter all my cars into DJ Envy's car shows, and then now I'm going to deduct them even more because I'm using these liabilities and turning them to assets, and they are going to help me with my tax bill. So you have to understand the game of life, people. Good debt versus bad debt. And 99.9% .9 of the people don't really understand this. No, I didn't say Toro. I didn't say Toro. See, you can be a rental car company without being on Toro. And that's not tax evasion. <laughs> that's called that's called the tax code. <laughs> And then you have people in the comments that say silly shit like this. Lord have mercy. So here's what I'm saying. When you, when you understand good debt versus bad debt, right? When you understand good debt versus bad debt, then you have to move accordingly. Move accordingly. Understanding how the world works. Understanding how life works. So for me, again, I have no intention on paying off my primary residence at this current moment and stage of my life because me putting those lump sums into my principal balance doesn't benefit me because I can now take that same money and I can put it into the stock market, which is currently on sale. I could put that money into the real estate market where home, where home prices and values are now starting to appreciate at a normal level again, not at 20, 30, 40% as we've seen over the past two years, right? More people are not going to buy real estate right now because the first time home buyer market, which makes up 33% of the market, they are now being boxed out. So what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to rent. Ha ha. I'm a landlord. So that means I need to buy more rentals and different property classes to meet the needs of the ever growing rental community that is happening here in America. So why would I want to pay off a primary residence where I can take that money and put it into assets that can create me passive income that ultimately can pay for that mortgage debt and I don't have to pay a penny out of my pocket? You have to understand the game. We have to be so we have to stop being so scared, so fearful of things. We have to move with great intent every single day to know, yo, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to do what I got to do to be great. I'm going to go out here to do what I got to do to bring in money. I told my people at the Path to Prosperity um, conference in Miami this weekend, I said, look, one stream of income is too close to being, being broke. So y'all need to stop and, and figure out what you need to do to create those other streams 
and get out of your own way. Because a lot of us, when we say stupid comments... When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Comments in the comments or we're doing things and we're debating with each other. You're getting in your own way because you're spending time on things that have nothing to do with your family's future. I, I choose not to go back and forth with the foolishness no more and entertain a lot of it. I want to learn, keep learning, and keep growing. I want to be on a next level. I'm thinking for the 70-year-old MG, which is going to come in like 25 years. No, I don't even know how many years. 25, 30 years? The 70-year-old MG? No, no, no. That can't be true. Hell yeah, that's true. So I got to think about that man right now. And so for me, being, I got all my fingers and my toes. I'm healthy. My mind is free. My thing is, how do I go about creating more revenue? Because what a lot of you guys don't even understand is if you have a house that has equity, number one, that equity is monopoly money. I've been saying this for years. It's unrealized gains. It's unrealized gains. Right? And getting a home equity is another loan. So you're not guaranteed to get a home equity. The bank can say no. And then how are you getting your equity? You know how many people, especially older people, have paid off homes but don't have a pot to piss in? You know how many older people I know that own have a hundred thousand or less and have four, five, seven hundred thousand dollars of equity in their home and they can't touch it, tap it, or do anything? You can't go up to your house and stick your card in your doorbell and say, Give me fucking a hundred thousand. Equity is monopoly money. You have to understand that. The market goes up, your equity goes up. Your market goes down, your equity goes down. Is it really yours? Is it really yours? No. So why would I want to dump all of my money? You see... When I see people working hard to just pay off their mortgage and they have no other streams of income, I say, what the hell are you doing? Why are you working hard just to pay off your mortgage if you don't have other streams of money coming in? Why don't you work hard to build up other streams that could pay for your mortgage? See, so that way your job can be for you to invest and then your investments can pay for you to live. So I want you guys to really understand 
these differences. And again, this is different strokes for different folks. This might not be for you, but this might be for you. But you need to understand which way you want to go and make the decision what's best for you and your family at the end of the game. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm going to do what MG is going to do. I'm a risk taker. I'm going to take the risk till I die, nigga. Because that's just who I want to be. I want to take risk to the day I die. Because I love, I'd rather live enormous than dormant. That's why I'm on it. Let me repeat that. Because Hove told y'all this in 96. I'd rather live enormous than dormant. Because that's how I'm on it. Y'all don't hear me though. I'm trying to live enormous. So my mindset ain't even worried about no little mortgage payments or nothing like that because my mindset is like, yo, I'm going to take risks to the day I die to create as much wealth as I can for me and my family. So those of you who are banking on equity as your retirement, those of you who are banking on a home equity line of credit to get you to the next level, you might want to rethink what you're doing. This is all I'm just trying to say. So I came on here to give y'all a little bit more context behind that post that I put out there today on my thoughts about debt. And I'm telling you, there's good debt, there's bad debt. Pick your poison. There's pros and there's cons to everything in life. It doesn't matter which route you go, there's a pro to it and there's a con to it. There's gonna be a storm in your life, there's gonna be sunshine in your life, but you gotta, you gotta push through all these different seasons no matter what. In New York right now, it's raining, it's pouring. I just came back from 80 degree weather on a yacht yesterday and now it's pouring. It's raining, but you know what? I'm pushing through because I got to go. I got to get, I got to get two minds regardless of what season it is outside. I got to go. I got to hold steady. I got to be steadfast and I got to get to where I got to get to no matter what is happening with the weather and the seasons. So a lot of you don't worry about those seasons. Worry about how you're going to continue to push through these seasons no matter what's happening in your life. Why are we worried about things we can't control? We're worried about too much silly shit that we can't control. Y'all worried about markets crashing. Y'all worried about interest rates going up. While I'm worried about cash flow. While I'm worried about building another business. While I'm worried about how do I take the brand to the next level. While I'm worried about how do I put out more digital real estate. You see what we're doing right here? This is digital real estate. Because now I'm owning space in your brain because you're sitting here watching me. And now when I take this clip and I save it and I put it to YouTube and I put it on my podcast audio, now guess what it's going to do? Create cash flow. Create cash flow. I put this on YouTube. This thing going to make me $250, $300 a month on YouTube. That's equivalent of a small two-family in Cleveland. Understand, 
the game that I'm giving you because a lot of you have the same intellectual property and you ain't even using it because you're sitting here worried about paying off a loan or worried about the market. You're so worried about the fear mongering news that's coming on every single day, but you ain't too busy worried about what you got to put on every single day. You ain't worried about how many streams of income that you have. So you think I'm worried about paying off a mortgage debt when I'm going to get tax write-offs from that? You, you, we got to be, we talking, you talking Spanish, baby. And I'm talking English. We ain't on the same page. We ain't on the same page. So let's not worried about certain things in our life. Let's focus on what works for me, what, what doesn't work for me, and how am I going to push through all the storms that God is going to give us, no matter if it's sunny, it's cold, it's snowing, it's storming. How am I going to get through this, create multiple streams of income, create businesses for me and my family and my kids, so that way when I leave this earth, I'm never, I didn't even leave the earth because I hadn't left a legacy. So I'm going to use mortgage debt to build my legacy. And I'm going to create multiple different things to make sure the bank is getting their money, but not getting it from me. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And I hope you enjoyed my TED Talk this morning because I got to go weather through this storm of New York because I got to go to Manhattan and go get some shit done before I head to London and monetize myself some more. All right? So, if you missed this and you want to listen to this later, go to Rants and Gems podcast because I will upload the audio there. And I might put it on YouTube. And I might put it on TikTok. And I might put it anywhere else that I can go ahead and monetize my IP to create another stream of income that's going to ultimately pay a bill. You got it? If you understand what I'm saying, drop some gems in the comments, please. If you understand what I'm saying today, please drop some gems in the comments. If you are ready to take on this Monday and kill this shit, please drop some gems in the comment because I'm on some super gem dropping, rants and gems, big Virgo energy shit for the rest of my life. TD Jakes, I had to, and I'm going to do a sidebar before I get out of here, right? I had to go backstage and shake that man's hand. I say, yo, Mr. Jakes, I don't even want a picture with you. I just want to tell you, thank you for changing my life. Because your word today was talking directly to me. There was no one else. The 700, 800 people that's here to see you today. No, Mr. Jakes, it was just me and you. And thank you for changing my life because you gave me so much clarity and perspective. I had, I had a live a week or two ago and I was speaking about clarity. Yo, I'm telling you, I'm manifesting everything that I want in my life. I'm manifesting everything. And God is just continuously putting me in positions to see how he is blessing me over and over and over again. And as he blesses me, I can continue to bless others. Because if I bless more people, then God is going to look at me and say, yo, I got to continue to bless you because you nothing but a blessing to others. So I don't think you guys understand the mindset that you got to be in to weather these type of storms that are happening because if your mind ain't right, nothing else going to get right. So if you sitting here worried about foolishness every day, you're blocking your own blessings. 
If you ain't sitting out here figuring out how you can run multiple plays every single day, every single week, every single month, every single quarter, every single year to level up you and your family, I don't care if it make you an extra $200 a month. Who cares? Run your motherfucking plays. Let's go and let's get to it and let's not do ourselves a tremendous disservice by being passive and sitting on the sideline and watching everybody else get to this money. Don't be sitting here letting this fear mongering hold you back when you hear all the headlines of recessions and crashes and this, that, and third, and you saying it's not the right time to buy. Are you kidding me? There's never a bad time to buy real estate. There's always money in real estate. I don't care if the market goes up or down. Can I go outside and still touch my property? Can I go outside and still grab the door of my property? Are the windows and roofs still working because the market crashes? Oh, shit, the market crashed. But guess what? My property's still here, baby. And if I purchase right, it's not even going to hurt me. And if I purchase right, I'm going to still get the same cash flow. And if I purchase right, I'm going to deduct. I'm going to have depreciation, bonus depreciation, cost segregation, interest deductions, property management deductions. I can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. On why you need to go out here and buy real estate. I don't care what no one else is saying out there. I don't give a, I don't give a damn who they are. I don't care who they are. If y'all don't stop listening to people, including me. If y'all don't stop going out here and listening to these people and letting them stop you from God's blessings. And especially if you are in a financial position to execute and you're sitting on some sideline because you're waiting. And you might wait and miss your opportunity, just like the people who are waiting for a one percent interest rate. Y'all miss your opportunity to get in the tools because you want a one. What? You miss your opportunity to get in the threes because you wanted a two. You miss your opportunity to get some of that monopoly money. So you can go get your HELOC and pull out your HELOC and go run more plays. But you're sitting on the sidelines because you're, with, you're listening to all the, the internet economists out here tell you what to do with your life and you being a follower. But you can't be, if you're not a leader, you can't survive this storm. If you're a follower, you're going to drown in this storm. This storm is going to get stormy. And if you ain't a leader, you will drown in it. So you better start leading and you better start leading with your mind first and then going out here and making moves. I got a lot to talk about and I'm going to start talking my shit every single day. I got a lot to talk about and I don't talk about a lot. I don't speak about a lot. I, I, I kind of play my role. I play my position because I tell people all the time, Robert Ori got seven rings. Michael Jordan got six. Don't let that go over your head. But now I'm about to be on some real talkative stuff and really pop my ish on a daily basis. And I'm going to upload all of this and I'm and I'm going to keep telling y'all, yo, stop paying attention to these people and go out here and run your play. Yo, go out here and make your money. Go out here and build your legacy. Because the 70 year old you needs you right now. 
to run plays, to make wise decisions, to be a good steward of your finances and your money. The 70-year-old you needs you who you are right now to be great every single day and run your play. So this is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Like I said, we are live, we are blessed, and thank God it's Monday. Let's go out here and get it.